I'm Dave. And I'm Sarah. And here's a big welcome to Bible Podlets. Bible Podlets is a podcast where children and adults can read and talk about the Bible together and have some fun along the way. So we invite you, our Bible Podleteers, to join us as we explore a part of the Bible. If you've listened before, you'll know that we love to play a game on Bible Podlets. So, of course, we've got a game to play together today. Oh, fantastic. I can't wait to hear what we're going to be playing. Well, I thought we could play a describing game today. We give a series of clues that describe something, and our Bible Podleteers have to guess what it is we're describing. Oh, okay. I think I know what you mean. Can you share an example of how it works, though? Oh, yeah. This is a really easy one. This thing is round. When you squeeze it, it smells amazing. It's something that tastes good. It has a skin that you have to peel away before you can eat it. It's orange in colour. Do you know what I'm describing? Oh, I think so. Is it a piece of fruit? I think it's an orange. Yes, you're right. Now you've got the hang of it, we can play this game with our Bible Podleteers. I'm going to whisper to you what we're going to describe for them. Ah, that's a good one. Are you ready to play along with us? Listen carefully to our descriptions and see if you can guess what it is that we're talking about. This thing can be found in the countryside. Hmm. What could it be? Do you need some more description? This thing often has a strong smell. Interesting. Here's a bit more detail. This thing takes up a lot of space. Do you know what it is yet? Here's another clue. This thing is often a dirty and noisy place to be. Hmm, there was a lot of information in that one. Here's the last piece of the puzzle. It's a place where you will find animals and people. Did you guess what we were describing? Of course, it was a farm. Now you've got the hang of it. Maybe you could play another round of this game at home by describing something for someone else and seeing if they can guess what it is. Great idea. Do you know what? It's funny that we've played this describing game because in the Bible passage that we're going to be looking at today, Paul describes something very important in great detail. I wonder what it is. Shall we hear Paul's letter for today so we can find out? Hold on. I think we need to give our listeners a bit of background first, like who was Paul writing to? Oh yeah, good point. Paul was writing to the people of the church in Corinth. What else do you think they need to know? I'll tell you what, why don't you tell us as much as you can, as quickly as you can, about Corinth? Like giving us a snapshot or a big picture, and make sure you include all the really important stuff. Right, I'll see what I can do. Are you ready to start the timer? Ready? Go! In Bible times, Corinth, now part of modern-day Greece, was a major port city. This was where people came from across the world to trade different things. 
Corinth was a diverse metropolis. That's a large or mixed region with lots of different people living there, including Egyptians, Jews, and native Greeks. There were lots of temples in Corinth, many of which were not used for worshipping God. Paul stayed in Corinth for one and a half years with his friends Aquila and Priscilla, who were tent makers. After he had left, he wrote two letters to the people in the church that he started in Corinth to encourage them to live a better Christian life. Oh, wow, that was great. Really helpful. I think we should do this in every episode of the series. Yeah, perhaps we should. Then we can share a quick lowdown of fun facts which sets the scenes for our podleteers. Speaking of letters, should we hear them now so that you can finally find out what it was that Paul was describing? Yes, let's. The first letter you're going to hear from us is from someone in the Corinthian church explaining to Paul what's been happening there. The second letter is Paul's reply to them. Be sure to listen carefully to see if you can spot what it was Paul really wanted the Corinthians to know about. Dear Paul, it's been a few years since you planted our church here in Corinth and I'm writing to tell you that we have big problems. Some of the church follow Apollos, some follow Peter and some follow you. The competition between these groups has gotten out of hand. They all have their own ideas about how we should do things. Some people think we should sit in the same place for worship every week. Others think we should have cake after worship and not biscuits. And yet another group thinks we should have special outfits to wear to make us stand out. Nobody is following God's way and relationships are breaking down with all the arguments. Some people are even taking each other to court. There are also arguments over what we're allowed to eat as well. Some of us are saying we can't eat foods that's been sacrificed to other gods. But others say we can eat whatever we want because God has made it all clean. The other week, little Timmy was offered a nice burger from one of the street food trucks. But old Phyllis snatched it off him because it was from Bal Burger and not from Chick-fil-A. Both groups are very forceful and that means it's very difficult to get on with one another. Surely it's just a bit of meat. And what's more, our worship together turns into complete chaos. There are people interrupting each other and getting into arguments. There's a man called Liam who goes on great big long monologues and after 30 minutes he's only finished his introduction. There are people speaking other languages over the top of one another and no one knows what they're saying. The flag wavers feel ignored at the back of the room so they're waving them around in people's faces and there are people trying to take control of the service who aren't actual leaders. We don't know how to fix this. Please tell us what to do. Olive Feta Cheese in Corinth. Dear Miss Feta Cheese and your fellow Corinthians, I, Paul, am writing this letter as an apostle of Christ Jesus. May God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, give you grace and peace. I always give thanks to God for you in my prayers. Remember, you have been blessed in every way because of him. You've told me about your problems and my encouragement to you is this. All of these things can be solved by knowing and understanding the gospel message of Jesus better. 
Jesus is the answer to learning how to live as God wants us to. About the arguments around different leaders, my advice to you would be that Jesus is your leader. Apollos, Peter and I are only servants of him. Following Christ is not a popularity contest. We're all aiming to serve our Lord Jesus Christ and each other. So there's no need to pick sides. When it comes to what you eat, I would say do it all in honour of God. He says you can eat what you like, but be mindful of others. Your relationship with your brothers and sisters is more important than the things you eat. Make sure it doesn't come between you. When it comes to your times together to worship God, we do so as a family. This means together we're all parts of one body. We must let each other have their turn so that the whole body can be built up in love. Speaking of love, it should be the centre of your faith. If you do not have love, none of your other actions will mean anything. Your speaking in languages will just be noise and your charity is wasted. Love is patient and kind. It does not want what belongs to others. It does not brag. It is not proud. It is not rude. It does not demand its own way. It does not easily become angry. It does not keep a list of our mistakes. Love is not happy with evil, but it is happy when there is truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and never gives up. Love never fails. The three most important things to have are faith, hope, and love. The most important of these is love. Keep strong in your faith. Be brave and be loving in everything you do. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. Paul Now we've heard Paul's letter to the Corinthians, it's time to think and talk about it together. We're going to ask some questions as we go along, and we encourage you to press pause on the podcast if you can, so that you can answer the questions together. You can do this for as long or as short as you'd like. That's right. And when you're ready to carry on listening, you can press play again. Our first letter was from the church in Corinth. Now, we don't know if they really did write a letter to Paul or if he found out what was happening through one of his friends. Here's our first question. What did Paul find out about what was happening in Corinth? The question again. What did Paul find out about what was happening in Corinth? You can pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. The Corinthian church were not a happy bunch, were they? They certainly weren't. They had all sorts of things giving them trouble. The Corinthian church was splitting apart over everything they disagreed about, whether that was which leader was their favourite, which food they could eat, and how to run their meetings together. They were being selfish, weren't they? But Paul was a very wise man, and he knew what they needed to help them reunite. We've arrived at our next question. 
What did Paul say the Corinthians needed to centre their faith upon? The question again. What did Paul say the Corinthians needed to centre their faith upon? You can pause the podcast, if you can, to talk about this together, and then press play when you're ready to continue. Love. Love, 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 love. That's right. Paul's big answer to help them with all of this was to remind them of God's love for them so that they could love others in the same way. And he described that love for them in his letter. This is what he wrote to them. Love is patient and kind. It does not want what belongs to others. It does not brag. It is not proud. It is not rude. It does not demand its own way. It does not easily become angry. It does not keep a list of our mistakes. Love is not happy with evil, but is happy when there is truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and never gives up. Love never fails. It's time for our next question. How do you show love to other people? And does this match how Paul describes love? The question again. How do you show love to other people? And does this match how Paul describes love? Feel free to pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Hmm. Well, I show love to other people by cooking the nice food. What about you? I like to give the people I love great big bear hugs. I wonder what you thought of Bible Podleteers. Was it anything like Paul described in his letter? As we've heard, Paul had a lot to say about love. He started by saying that love is patient and kind to others. Love isn't rude and doesn't easily become angry. I think that was something that the Corinthians needed to hear because they were having a lot of trouble over things they disagreed about. Yes, I think you're right. Paul also said that love doesn't demand its own way and doesn't keep a list of as or others' mistakes. How many times do we struggle to forget the mistakes someone else has made which have affected us and so we treat them differently because of them? But Paul is saying that isn't what love is, isn't he? Yes, and let's not forget that Paul said love always protects, always trusts, always hopes and never gives up. The Corinthian church would have been very happy to hear that, wouldn't they? If they showed the kind of love to each other that Paul described, they would be able to become friends again and feel united together. We've arrived at our last question for today. How do people around you use the word love and does this match what Paul says in his letter? The question again. How do people around you use the word love and does this match what Paul says in his letter? You can pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. There are so many ways the world views love. For some, it's just a word they like to throw around to mean 
something that they enjoy. Saying things like, I love chocolate. For others, love is a strong feeling or emotion. And for others, it's something even more than that. Paul's amazing description of love shows an attitude that we should choose to have towards others. Paul was saying to the Corinthian church, and to us, that at the centre of everything we do, we should love, even when we disagree. And we know that can sometimes be hard to do. So let's ask God to help us with this by praying to him now. You may want to find a comfy place to be or close your eyes if that helps you. Let's get ready to pray. Father God, we thank you that you are a God who loves us. We thank you that you love us so much you sent your son Jesus down to show us how to be close to you. We ask that you continue to help us to love others in the way you love us, just as Paul described in his letter to the Corinthian church. Help us to show love to others, even when we find it difficult. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. love so do i and i love doing this podcast with all our bible podleteers yes without our bible podleteers this would be rather odd wouldn't it just us talking into a microphone (laughs) i suppose it would one way you can help us find more bible podleteers is to follow or subscribe to the podcast on your device with whichever app you use that's right And some of those apps also let you leave a comment, review or rating. Oh, that sounds like fun. Can I do that? Well, not really, because that would be a bit biased, wouldn't it? I know you'd say it was... Amazing! 10 out of 10! I know. So if we can't do it, our Bible podleteers can. Oh, yes. If you listen with Apple Podcasts or another app that lets you leave a review, we'd love to hear what you think. Just ask your adult to help you to do that. If you decide to leave a comment after listening to this episode, why not try to include a secret word within what you write? Oh, that sounds like fun. What would our secret word be for this episode? Hmm. Hmm. Bomb! Excellent idea. You too! Well, that is all we have time for. Remember to subscribe or follow the podcast and to leave a review saying what you think. And remember to try and include our secret word, farm, in what you write. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Facebook at BDBE Updates. So until next time, bye! Thanks for listening to Bible Podlets. It was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris, Sarah Earnshaw and Rebecca Whitaker with additional support from the Reverend Carol Garner. It was voiced by Sarah Earnshaw, David Harris, Rebecca Whittaker, and the Archdeacon of Lancaster, David Picken, and produced by David Harris. Bible Podlets is a free resource, and to find even more children's resources, training, and support, you can find us on Facebook at BDBE Updates, or visit our website, 
www.bdeducation.org.uk. We're back with another series of Bible Podlets, and this time it's all about letters. Oh, I love getting letters through the door. We are diving headfirst into some of the letters found in the New Testament of the Bible. And we need your help. We would like you to write your own letter and send it to us so we can read it out on a super special episode of Bible Podlets at the end of the series. You can write a letter about anything. You could say hello to one of your fellow Podleteers around the world. Maybe you want to tell us something about yourself. Or perhaps you want to encourage someone with your favourite Bible verse. You could even say thank you to someone you know, maybe even one of your adults. Whatever you want to write, we'd love to hear from you. You can email your letter by sending it to biblepodlets at blackburn.anglican.org. Or you can send it in the post using the address biblepodlets, Clayton House, Walker Office Park, Blackburn, BB1, 2QE, United Kingdom. And you know the best thing about letters. If you include your address, you might get something back. Now that is exciting. 